Wait a minute, wait a turn, minute. On turn on the radio. My homie got a new show and it's time to play it's it though. Play it I though. hope right. you got in tune. Got he talking bigger business. Big he make a lot of moves. I'm your host, Scott Katoon, and this is Technory Live on WGN, where Chicago's top tech founders and entrepreneurs come to share their story. AJ Goyle, founder, GMAS, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, so before we get into anything else and learn more about your journey in general, tell me about GMAS. GMAS is a plugin for your Gmail account, and what it does is it turns your Gmail account into an email marketing platform. So it allows you to send email campaigns like you might from like a MailChimp or a Constant Contact, which are two well-known email marketing yeah. platforms, right from inside your Gmail account. Uh, this seems like a genius idea. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, I'm looking at, like, we work with Salesforce for our CRM, though I have not installed it yet, um, <clears throat> and have MailChimp is where we're using yeah. for emails. Yeah. And it's, I mean, depending on where the price point that you're at on this, yeah. but, like, it, it is really challenging, for me at least, uh, dealing with the fact that we're paying a lot of money per month for one piece and we're paying a lot of money a month for another piece. And sure. I also have my own personal emails, and I have to take people for my own email and move them into the other one and then move them into the other one right. and then throw them in CRM. It's yeah. like... Yep. It's as a small business it's a it's a pay in the butt. I, I can see how large businesses like, oh, who cares? But Right. So you're using <clears throat> multiple tools and you're moving data between those various tools. Yeah, and I'm paying a bunch of money for each one of them, but I'm getting one thing. It's sure. all the same. Right, right. Yeah. You're getting the ability to send emails to the people that you want to send Correct. emails to. So the idea behind GMAS was to create this one single unified experience of email sending. So whether you're sending an email to your buddy at work, your friend, your family member, or sending an email campaign to 100 or 1,000 people, you're using the same interface and the same process to compose and send that Correct. email. Uh, and so that's the idea is that uh, I found personally that I lived my life inside my Gmail account. Me too. And I really like the interface. I like how you compose an email. I like how you put in your subject. I like how you put in your message. I like how you can copy and paste I like that Drive is right there, so my entire business is on Drive, so I never have to leave. Exactly. And so I was surprised that a plugin already didn't exist to make it possible to send an email campaign right from Is there a limit on how many emails? There is, yeah. So so if you have a regular Gmail account, meaning an account that ends with gmail.com, you're limited to about 500 emails a day. Uh, and and that, is ha- that the same for like a business account then? No. So okay. a business account has higher limits. So so Google or Gmail's business unit is called G Suite. Yeah. Um, a lot of startup, startup companies use G Suite. We do as Meaning well. Gmail hosts your yep. email for you. So then you're limited to 2,000 emails a day per account. Um, so GMAS is meant more for low volume campaigns. So yeah. it's it's different from a MailChimp, which you could send millions of emails through. Yeah, like we sent we sent like seven thousand emails today. Yeah, on on just one push out with with like fifty to sixty thousand emails po- possible that we sure. could send. Yep, right, right. So you know it's interesting because. Uh, so Gmail has these limits in place. So traditionally, our plugin could only be used to mail within those limits. Yep. Um, recently, about a month and a half ago, we did introduce this new capability that actually allows you to send virtually unlimited emails through your Gmail account. <laughs> and the way we're doing that is by allowing you to use the Gmail interface to actually compose your email just yeah. like you would normally. But then we're routing your emails around Gmail and through like an external server to actually send the emails. Well, that 
have any impact on like the spamming and things like that? Yeah, or, totally. Like, so getting blacklisted so, or whatever. So inbox placement and deliverability is like the one big thing that every big email I know. Sender no one can about. solve, and everyone says one thing, but then yeah, it's right, like you right, get right, there and right. So one of the advantages of using our plugin and using Gmail as your native sending service is that nobody's going to block Google's servers yeah. from sending email. I mean, they're basically the highest deliverability Curve, email yeah. servers in the world. Um, so you do lose a little bit of that edge if you use this new, like, unlimited sending thing that we're offering where you're routing yeah. emails around elsewhere. But um, if you follow, like, some good deliverability best practices, then you can get pretty close to that same inbox placement rate. Yep. Um, and in the email world, I mean, what you're really measuring – for success of an e- email campaign is your open rate, click rate, and ultimately your conversion rate if you're trying to get people to do something on your website, like make a purchase or sign up for something yeah. once they leave the email. Very interesting. Uh, I'm just like thinking through this, like we have several sub-segments of business. So I'm like, man, we could we could definitely, like the people who I actually know, like the individuals who know me, which, you know, you look at like, I don't know, one to two thousand roughly like that are people you know from through business whatever that we could send specific content to through that and it would be like the highest level I mean, yeah Gmail. you know we we often <clears throat> tell because i think they get lost in the mailchimp and the, in yeah the right stuff. totally and so you know you know mailchimp is so ubiquitous these days that lots you know pretty much every marketer is familiar with mailchimp yeah. so we often challenge people who are using a, an existing platform like a mailchimp or a constant contact to send a campaign where they do like half through Mailchimp and Constant Contact yep. and half through us, and then to compare your Open compare your so statistics. Forth. Yeah, um, see which one does better. And oftentimes, we found that our users get a much higher open rate when they use Gmas because their emails are sending from yeah. Google servers. No doubt. Yeah. I mean that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And and also this the batch. I mean you're not sending five thousand emails. Like we try to cut it down to like five thousand and three minute increments or whatever. Yeah, right. But right. even that's still a ton. Right. Yeah, you know, and there's you know there's what are some of the best practices, like, just while well, you're here? Yeah, right. Well, so... <laughs> Stop doing um, that. <laughs> well, that's like... I could talk for hours about that, but so there's some technical things you can set up. So there's some technical protocols that are now very relevant in the email world in terms of getting your email delivered. Yeah. So one of them is called SPF, which stands yep. for Sender Policy Framework. It's this domain name record that you have to place... Um, that's connected to your domain name that basically authorizes what servers are allowed to send email for your domain and what servers are not. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another protocol called domain keys, um, which is a way of signing your email with a private key. Um, it uses like public private key cryptography uh, to ensure the authenticity of the content of the email from the time that it's sent to the time that it's received. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another protocol called DMARC, which tells the world whether you're using SPF and or DKIM so that receiving email servers know which of those protocols to check and how to react to them. So you can state in your DMARC policy, should a receiver discard your email if it doesn't conform to SPF or should it just, you know, maybe put it in this holding area for review later? Um, uh, It basically states how well your email should conform to those first two protocols that I mentioned. If this seems like it's too into the woods, no, but for the for the average listener, I'm telling you, it's not. You better go and learn this stuff seriously because I'm trying to figure this out. You're nodding your head. You you seem like you totally get what I'm saying. No, I get it. No, I I do. I I get it because no, it's it's a big deal because I personally think, and obviously, I know you're you're on the same boat with this, given the fact you started a company called GMAS. That we are entering the new, not that it went away, but like this new revival of email. 
Like for the longest time, people started to get away and be like, oh, we got to get you to download an app. And, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm like, I have like 12 apps that I use. I don't need it. And then we're now we're in the web browser app. So it's like, all right, we can try to get you to notification. But even then, like I, di- I didn't download the app because I didn't want you to send me a notification on my phone. Yeah. Right. And so now all these media companies and all these businesses that are doing content generated marketing just blitz yeah. your inbox to where like now yeah. this is like truth. I'm so inundated now that I have unroll me or whatever. Oh it is, yeah. Yeah. And right, I hate right. it. Yeah. Like I actually yeah. hate unroll me because now they are sending me yeah. like emails. Like you, you have a product that like supposed to get rid of these things. And now you subs- put me on a subscriber list. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think there, there was a big scandal with unroll me um, a while. Yeah, back I can't get it out of my inbox. S- selling, it won't go uh, like I can't user data. Oh yeah. Well, that, um, that, I, I assume yeah. when I put my email on something now that it's going straight to Russia. Sure, like sure. I just, I just assume. Yeah. So like with, with this, like you're, you're in the right time to be in something like this is one. I mean, obviously there's a huge uh, uptick in people using email marketing and yes. it's in and, and the sophistication level behind it. Yep. And that's really where you come in is like, I, I personally think you look at most, most operators are not that sophisticated when they're starting, but particularly those doing like two, 2000 emails, like they're not the most sophisticated. Right. Email there are marketers. a lot of mom and pop shops. Yeah. S- and so salesmen, they need, small business they need someone like you who has sort of does it in a, you don't want to say semi-protected, but in a semi-protected way, being that it's through Gmail already, so there's like not as many levers to pull that are going to blow up your list. Right. You know, it's 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 the interface that people love and are already yeah. familiar with. There's nothing separate to log into. Um, you don't have to worry about importing lists or managing data because you all kind of do it natively right from that Gmail compose window that yep. people are familiar with. Um, so, yeah, it's the... Would you just Target. upload con- uh, contacts though? Though, so like, is that all you, I would do? I was just like, you could, yeah. You, you have two choices. So you can actually copy and paste a bunch of email addresses from wherever they are, yeah. whether they're in Salesforce or Excel or Oracle or yeah. SQL Server. You can copy or and paste somebody them. else's data, data right? <laughs> or somebody else's computer, somebody else's hard drive, and you can copy and paste them right into that to field in yeah. the Gmail Compose window yep. and. Gmail is smart enough that it'll just, like, import them for you and yeah. recognize those addresses. Um, the other way you can use the product is you can dump all your email addresses into a Google Sheet spreadsheet. Yep. Uh, and then GMAS will read from your spreadsheet. Oh, that's nice. Um, and if you do that, you have the added benefit of you can have other columns, like, you know, first yeah. name, last name, and company. And, and so then with your plugin, can I, can I have sort of the same, not necessarily, well, maybe it is, the same sort of uh, creative tools that I have with, with MailChimp where I can, you know, have an auto- auto populate first name goodbye thank you totally yeah yeah that's that's standard basic personalization like that custom most HTML email, code yeah totally totally yeah stuff. yeah all that basic stuff um gmas provides um you know mailchimp which is a great platform sure. and i've used them before provides a lot more than gmas does so yeah. if you're like a sophisticated user looking to you know but see that most people aren't and they still right, buy right, mailchimp exactly. and just and they like because it's a household name i'm now, that person like, the i pay 380 dollars yeah. a month or whatever the hell the, the bill is and I probably used 5% of it. Ooh, I could save you about $370 a so month. So that was my next question. Let's talk <laughs> Let's talk brass tacks, my friend. <laughs> How much money are you going to take from my wallet this afternoon? As much as I can, but... <laughs> Great salesman. Um, well, GMAS is a very... Uh, it's meant to be an economical service, so sure. our plans range from 7 bucks a month to about 20 bucks a month based on if it's a Gmail account or a G Suite account, yep. and then based on a couple different feature differences. Which is nice, because if you're a G, C- G Suite account user, you're paying basically $5 a month yeah. for your user account. Right, right. So it's you know $7 yeah. more, and you activate all this other stuff. Right. And they have some decent apps on there for uh, for billing and other stuff. So, I mean, you literally could just 
totally jack up your your G suite so that it's like you're all in one. Totally, but you know it, that that pricing model is interesting because people will sometimes say to me, they're like, "Wait a second, I'm only paying five dollars a month to have my G Suite account, yeah. but I've got to pay twenty dollars." Obviously, month haven't to bought. This. They obviously haven't used other services. Yeah, right, right, right. So right. you have more than like as soon as I upload like two thousand contacts into Mailchimp, the bill just like explodes. Yeah, on a, right, right. It literally starts laughing at me. Like yeah. you can imagine the one day. We acquired, I'm not going to say how, we acquired a bunch of emails, and we had like 50,000 emails, and I tried to dump them in there, and it was like, dur, 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 yeah, dur, like yeah. the price was just flying. Right, right. Well, so in the email marketing world, there's actually two different models of billing. So MailChimp is on the model where they charge you mostly based on the number of emails that you're hosting with their platform, yep. and then secondarily based on the number of emails you send. Correct. Um, and then- a lot of other email marketing platforms only care about how many emails you send. Yes. Um, with us, we're kind of a hybrid. We actually don't care how many emails you send yeah. uh, because you're eventually going to be constrained by either the limits of your Gmail account or the limits of your external so servers. Conceptually, based on your... I could every day. Like I could have 30,000 emails like total that like I have on a, on a Google Sheet. Yeah. And then every single day using Gmas pump out 1950 emails totally exactly. every single yep. day it, it's funny you mentioned that it. number 1950 that's actually what we limit your daily send out because we, we, we want to give you that yeah, buffer you don't of 50 actually emails because you'll right. get their attention because you might want to well you might want to send like some personal emails that aren't oh, part yeah. of your email campaign so you want to yeah. give you a little room i wasn't to do that. thinking about that i was thinking like <laughs> in the in the wow yeah that's really smart because i literally didn't I, I mean i didn't even think of that that like personally i probably pump out like 100 emails a day individually yeah right right so it's like yeah that wouldn't i guess you'd use you'd use like a dummy account probably don't want to use your own personal one you could um there's some trade-offs um so even in the gmail world an account's ability to send a lot of email like up to those yeah. limits is based partially on how warmed up the account is yeah so google knows what Let's the history we just of every found these is. on the street yeah right right <laughs> they're lukewarm at yeah, best exactly so if you if you were to sign up right now and create a brand new gmail account you would not be able to send 500 emails a day from it yeah but an account that has history that well yeah for us right. I mean, we were like i'm at like twenty thousand emails in my oh inbox. yeah like, right it, we're good right right um this is awesome like this is I'm absolutely going to check this out because this yeah, is yeah. like you know one of the the only concern I ever had on it, this and I don't maybe you can quash the concern that I ever had on this was I only email like I have all my segments I only email from mine when I send like a couple hundred emails like in a blast I only email the like the top tier people I know on that I never put them anywhere else and I never email anyone that's not part of my like top tier because I'm always worried that, like if I for lack of a better analogy, if I strip the screw, like I want to make sure that like these these people are going to get my personal emails when I send them a one, you know, like an individual email, like hey Jim, like I'm trying to do this, and I've like ended up in their spam box. Oh yeah, because I because I ruined the list or whatever. Right. So um, I mean, there's a couple ways you can kind of mitigate that risk. Hello at technori.com is how I mitigate that risk right now. Oh, by sending from that address <laughs> yeah. instead of your personal address. Yeah, 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 that's one way. Well, you can even attach your name to it, so you can oh, attach yeah. no, Scott. It's, it's Scott Katoon. It's yeah, just hello right. from Scott Katoon. Right. That's Katoon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. You, there's there's ways to finagle it so that you have the right identity and the right branding, but maybe a separate email address to collect responses. How do I go? Last question for you. How do I go and 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 sign up for GMAS right now? You go to the website. It's gmas.co. 
the dot com is yep. kind of tricky to get. Yeah, it's getting expensive. And, uh, out there. It's basically a one click install. You have to use your Chrome browser. Yep. Uh, you have to have a Gmail account. Um, there's nothing to sign up for, no logins to create. There's a button to add the plugin right yep. on the website, and then it walks you through the process. And then from the on the pay model, I just choose whatever yeah, meets my yeah, needs. Right. And I'll tell you what. Um, Whoever, if anybody emails me and wants to use the product, uh, I'm happy to let you use the product for free. Um, just mention the Technori radio interview, um, let's say within the next week or so, um, and I'll, I'll be happy to comp your account. Nice. Does that include emails coming from Technori.com? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, awesome. This Maybe. is great. I, I sincerely appreciate you coming in. I love the product. Uh, like I said before, I don't think there's a better time to... to to try to get into the email thing because I think there's just a, a massive pull on email again. Yeah, you know, uh, people love to talk about the death of email. If you Google the death of email, you'll find tons of yeah. press articles about well, they're, it. But they're back. the data suggests that email is thriving more than ever. Oh, almost every media company around town right now makes all of their money on email blasts. Totally. Um, uh, you know, if you compare email marketing to, say, Facebook ads and Google ads and LinkedIn ads, Email almost always has the highest return. Because yeah, I actually saw it. Like, I actually clicked. It was in my inbox. Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's still the best direct way to communicate with people. Be safe, though, because it's also the best way to get scammed. off. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a challenge. Yeah, don't click on anything from, like, change, change coin in, in Nairobi. Like, it's <laughs> not recommended. But, uh, AJ, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, thanks, Scott. This, this was great. awesome. You can catch this episode of more at Technori.com. Download the podcast on iTunes and stay connected by following us on Facebook and Twitter at Technori. Follow me at Katoon and sign up and subscribe for the Technori email newsletter at Technori.com. Boom. That's a wrap. <laughs>